Welcome to the Living Word, the teaching ministry of Pastor Fisayo Adeniyi, lead pastor of the Ransomed House Lagos. Get ready for enlightenment, encounter, and impartations by the Word. Be blessed as you listen. I'm to share this word with you. I, I quit preaching great messages long time ago. Now I preach messages about the great God. And I believe that God wants us to enter into a place where we are not bitter with God, where we are not angry with God, where we do not feel that spiritual things are voodoo or they are magic that they never work. Why? Because there is a way God works His word. And when you have a word from God, you and I can begin to access it. Why? Because God does not give a word because He's bored. God gives a word because He knows that that word has the ability to transform your life. Now, if you wherever you are, you can take someone knows you can this sermon will be available after now on telegram on and then on spotify but it's very important for you and i to take note and just just listen to this sermon uh, with the word i want to share it's going to be very practical and we'll give you some real life examples and i want you to just plug into this with the all of your heart plug into this with all that you've got plug into this knowing that you will receive a word that will transform that word from a point of 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 potential to the point of kinetic that word that you have written in a book will become will become a living experience in your life bible says after god had promised for many years that he was going to send the seed of the woman and the bible says and then the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us i believe god will have me say to you that every word will become flesh to you that means it will become a working reality in the name the name of jesus Amen. All right. Very quickly, Jeremiah, and then chapter one, and then verse four. Jeremiah chapter one, verse four. Of Jesus. All right. Very quickly, Jeremiah chapter one, and then only one verse, verse four. The Bible said, "The word of the Lord came to me, saying." <laughs> the word of the Lord came to me. This was Jeremiah speaking. He said, "The word of the Lord came to me, saying." Now listen very carefully. Uh, that's that's it. That's all of the verse I want to read. Now, many of us have had the word of the Lord come to us, uh, saying, to some people, he said, you will leave this country, I'll give you another job, I'll relocate you, I'll increase you in your family, I will take you to a higher level spiritually, uh, I'm going to open your eyes of understanding, you have more revelation in my word, I'm calling you, I'm giving you a call over your life, um, I'm calling you to transform people, I'm calling you to deliver people, uh, and such words have come to you. Uh, like he came to Jeremiah. Now, shall we? I, I'm going to be speaking on what I've titled uh, for a few minutes today. And God told me, comma, batting the prophetic word. And God told me, batting the prophetic word. So God has spoken to you. Just like God spoke to Jeremiah in Jeremiah chapter 1 and verse 4. God has spoken to you. And, and as our faces are different, so also are the words, impressions of God to our, in our life very different. But how do you bat that word that God has spoken to you? And that's what I want to share today very quickly. Father, thank you for your word. Because the entrance of the word gives light. It gives understanding under the simple. Lord, allow me, help me to deliver your word with simplicity. Father, let the mystery be taken away. Let it be biteable, chewable. Let your people be able to run with it. Lord, wherever the location of your people, I open up their spirits. And I declare, oh God, that their spirit man yields even to your spirit. That there will be a koinonia with the word as this word goes forth. And what they need to do, the access key, oh God, to translate that word to reality, oh God, will be given to them. 
let it come quickly let it come personally and let your word have a free course in jesus name amen and jeremiah said jeremiah chapter 1 and verse 4 and the lord said word of the lord came to me saying so do you have a word from god do you have a word from god has god ever spoken to you if you do i'll say to you rejoice because it shall come to pass how because god is watching over his word to perform it but what if it doesn't come to pass that's what you would say to me what if that word doesn't come to pass because i've been waiting for years and it doesn't come to pass i've come to say it shall come to pass god's word always always come to pass the prophetic word will always come to pass jeremiah chapter 1 and then verse 11 jeremiah again continued and he said god said to him jeremiah what do you see he said i saw a, I see a branch of an armor tree and god said to him verse 12 he said you have seen clearly he said because i watch over my word to perform it it isn't only the word of the lord that came to jeremiah that god is watching over allow me to say to you that even that word that god said to you no matter how big it looks at this moment and in this time god is at this juncture watching over that word even to perform it. somebody said but he's watching for a while <laughs> I'm going to share with you something secret today that will transform your life. Listen, Bible says in 119.89, it says, Forever, O Lord, your word is settled. It's not only the written word, it's also the spoken word. Every word that proceeds from God's mouth is settled. Listen, I've discovered that God does not speak because he has nothing else to do. God speaks because he has planned to do it. 8.4 says of Ecclesiastes, where the word of the king is, there is power. And, and you and I must come to that reality that whenever God speaks, God is at this moment watching over that word to ensure that there is a performance of that which God himself has said concerning your life. I want us to see Isaiah chapter 55. And then the Bible speaks verse 10. It says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to you without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. He says, so is my word that goes out from my mouth. He says, it will not return to me empty, but we accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. You see that? God's word came from his mouth and you had it. God is saying, it will not return to him empty. Amen. Glory to God. He said, it won't. He said, but it will accomplish what he desires and achieve the purpose for which he sent it. So there is no follow word where God speaks. There is no follow word with God. At, I remember I remember a time God spoke to me um, sometimes in 2015, May. He spoke to me and said to me, He said, I will do something in your life that the year of everyone who had it will tingle. I wrote it down. I got home, I spoke to my wife, I said, This is what God said. And I kept telling myself, God said this. And I kept waiting for that thing that God wanted to do that would make his, my, my heart tingle. Fast forward sometimes in November. I mean, someone just chatted me up and said, How do someone get to South Africa? And I'm listening and I'm thinking, I said, oh, my brother is there. So I, I have an idea how we got there. I said, oh, you have to apply VFS. You have to do this, do this, uh, go through this process, get a, get a yellow card and all of that. I mean, and the person was saying, oh, fantastic. Then start the process. And I'm thinking, start which process? For who? And then he said, for yourself. And listen to this. Fast forward five weeks late. I, I, that, was, that was sometimes in October. Now, November, I was already doing interview. I submitted, I did an interview. And December, I was on a flight to South Africa. 
it was not it was not something has ever happened before i remember i stood in front of a pastor and the pastor said you know what i've been in ministry for more than 15 years this has never happened before this is nothing but grace i mean his ear he had it and his ear was tingling many people had it and they began to say things but i wasn't surprised i was thankful why because god had already given an idea i was going to do it i mean that was the first time i, I preached on that oh, international message and all of that why because god said it listen to this whatever god says god is going to fulfill now i want to tell you what are prophetic words what are those words that god share with us because many times because we don't really grasp it we don't really understand what god said what the old word encapsulates what is in that word that god shares with us we really never even enter into it amen why don't we enter into it because we have never really understood what it means i i feel an anointing here as i speak to you because about the word of god listen to this what are prophetic words? I want to give you five definitions of prophetic words. Number one, they are the revealed will of God concerning a people. Do you understand that? So when God, when you hear a word from God, it is his revealed will. It's not that let us begin to pray whether it is God's will or not. When God says it, it is his will. It is revealed will concerning a people, concerning a time or a season, a generation, a family or an individual. Those are prophetic words. Prophetic words are the revealed word of God concerning a people, a time and season, a generation, a family, or an individual. Jeremiah 29, verse 11 say, For I know this thought I think towards you, they are thought of good and of evil to give you a future and a hope. The 311. Psalms, Bible says the counsel of the Lord stands forever. The plan of his heart from generation to generation. So when you receive a, a prophetic word from God, what you are receive, it's a peak into the will of god into the counsel and the thought of god sometimes when that word is about your family concerning your family i remember many years ago god spoke to me he said the affliction he said the wickedness of nigeria has become so great as a prophet he spoke to me and he said i will visit them you with an army <laughs> and not not so long after that i've never said this in public not so long after that before i'm started now god says things God reveals that that's his way that he reveals his plan concerning a generation, a family, a people. Number two, what are prophetic words? Prophetic words are not sourced or inspired by the human mind. They are not sourced or inspired by the human mind. Listen, when I say, Do you have a word from God? I'm not saying things that you receive when you read a book. That's not what we are talking about here. <laughs> prophetic words are inspired and sourced from god it means that the fountain from which this is flowing is god it's god it's not man it's god except it is god then you can live in the reality of it except it is god you can never live in the reality of it therefore i tell people it's important for you and i very important for us to live in the reality of what God has said. So the first thing I want to say to you, that word that is that you have been holding on to, is that word from God? Is the source God? First Peter chapter 1 verse 21. Bible says, For prophecy never had its origin in the human will. That's talking about prophecy. When God speaks to you. He says, never had its origin in the human will. But prophet, though woman, spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. So, you you receive a word as the holy spirit inspired you that's what we mean by the prophetic word so it has to be sourced from god number three they can be passed or communicated to man directly or through an oracle of god 
so when i say do you have a word from god this word might actually be sourced from god it might be an inspiration from god but it might not directly have come to you a prophet of god a man of god your dad your mother might have come to you and said these words to you confirming what you already had in your spirit man that's a prophetic word there it's a word that you 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 it's it's given by another oracle and we see that again and again in scriptures ananias after saul had become born again god spoke jesus appeared to ananias and said go and pray for saul of tarsus and then he shared with ananias the things he's going to suffer he's going to carry the gospel even to the gentiles you see that so that happens god said prophet nathan to david so god can send people to you so the word might not be from you or might be from somebody else now number four they can come how does prophetic word come number four they come via divine impression dreams vision inner voice or an inaudible voice or an audible voice of the spirit an audible voice of the spirit you see that that's how prophetic word comes so i'm asking you the word you are you receive from god how did it come to you how did you receive it did you receive it by an impression it's good enough do you receive it by a knowing it's good enough did you receive it by an audible voice it's good enough is it that a prophet spoke to you it's good enough because you see did it come through dream through vision it's good enough because see, many times we begin to doubt the impression we receive from god because it is not spectacular enough and because it didn't come to pass quickly so because of the reason of days you begin to doubt whether that word is from god i've come to tell you that it is not the spectacular that means that god is there don't forget that vision bible says that god there, there was a wind god was not there uh, there was an earthquake god was not there he was only in the still voice so despite the fact that it was not spectacular god was there god was involved many times in our generation we always look for the spectacular because you've had apostles prophets great men of god they say big things and so you think that your vision also must come in that big way no 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 it can be annoying it can be annoying now listen to this and i love this mark chapter 2 and then verse 8 the bible says immediately jesus knew in his spirit that this was what they were thinking in their heart can you see that he knew there was a knowing in his spirit so i'm telling you that you can know in your spirit that's enough you may not even be able to give words to it that's enough that is what god has said and then number five very quickly they are a clue into what tomorrow holds and divine possibilities available to us when you receive a word from god what are those words they are a clue into what tomorrow holds and the divine possibilities available to us now i use the word divine possibilities <laughs> it, it means that it is not settled it is a possibility it is possible for it to happen genesis 18 verse 17 he said will i do anything without telling my servant abraham my friend my servant abraham will i do anything bible says god will not do anything without revealing it to the servant the prophet Amos chapter 3 and verse 7 so god is in the business of revealing things because we have become friends of god he said jesus said i no longer call you if i call you friends because he said i've received from my father i've shared it with you can you see that in scriptures it's clear so god is revealing things to you concerning your tomorrow now there are two kinds of prophetic words and this is why many of us have not been living in the reality of what god has said there are two kinds of prophetic words number one it's the participatory word 
is what I call participatory prophetic word. Participatory prophetic word. These are examples of this, for instance, is the covenantal promise of David. God said that because of David and his heart, he was going to have his children rule in the nation of Israel, over Israel. But by the time Solomon sinned, God changed his mind. And he began to cut down even the priest, even their kingship. He, he first of all started from Rehoboam. And he gave Rehoboam a portion. What happened? Because they did not participate. They did not do their part. So you see, they come with conditions. When God speaks, some, many of his words are conditional. There is a part, a condition that a man must also fulfill. They are each on the participation of men. On men. God's words are in at certain times on the participation of men. Of men. I need to say this again and again. They are inch on you. God cannot do a thing on the earth without the participation of man. Why? Proverbs chapter 8 verse 4. He said to you, O man, will I call. My voice will be to the sons of men. And as I says, to you, O people, I call out. I raise my voice to all mankind. Can you see that? God needs your permission. God needs your cooperation to do things on the earth. 115 verse 16. The heavens of the heavens are the Lord's, but the earth has he given to the sons of men. Many things God will do on the earth, he will do it via men. Even the birth of his son, Jesus Christ, came via Mary. Without Mary, Jesus could not have come. He needed a womb to come through because he was not the stiff. He was not the devil. He had to come through the right way into the heart. And that's through the womb of a woman. So he needed participation of woman. And that's why God spoke to Mary. Mary had to first of all accept what God has said before God could come into him uh, and do what God will do. You see that? There is a participation. Most words from God are participatory. And many of the words that God will give to you personally are participatory. It is the revealed will of God, but it's coming to pass essentially will be dependent on you. Can I say that to somebody again? God's word is, is revealed will. It has come to you, but that word is more dependent on you than is dependent of God if it's going to come to pass. That's the first one. And the second kind of prophetic word are what we call the non-participatory word. The non-participatory word. You know, as I was driving this morning, God began to share with me that after all this series, we do on Sunday and on Thursday about the word of God. We are going to have a Q&A in church. Well, I'm just going to be answering questions as it pertains to the word of God. Now, there are what we call the non-participatory word of God. These are words that will come to pass in spite of men. And these include judgment. Remember Jeremiah Isaiah. These guys prophesied and said, God will judge Israel. And even when a king came, Josiah came and Josiah was a righteous king. He was not able to change what God has already said. Why? Because the sin of Jeroboam, the sin of Rehoboam, the sin of the people had, become, had come up to God. So there are certain things that will never matter. Repentance will not even save it. It includes the eternal will of God for mankind and humanity. You see, God has a plan for our generation. No matter what you do, God's plan will come to pass. I tell people. God's plan will come to pass. God's plan for our generation, for humanity, for mankind, it's going to come to pass. 
and, and that's why Isaiah 24 verse 14 was speaking. He said, as he has proposed, it will come to pass. As he, as he has planned, so shall he stand. So shall he stand, verse 27. Three verses after Isaiah 14, 27. He said, God has stretched for his hand. He said, who can turn it back? He said, he has proposed a thing. Who can annul it? There, there are, those are words. It does not depend on man. Remember, uh, God, God, God was ready. Jesus was going to come. Zechariah, God spoke to Zechariah. Zechariah did not believe. It doesn't matter. God does not need his participation. God had decided what he was going to do. And that was it. So, you see, there are many words that are participatory and there are words that are non-participatory. Now, I want to say to you that the participatory word will come to... The non-participatory word will come to pass in spite and despite of you. Why the other one will only happen with your cooperation? I mean, that's why many of God's word concerning our life seems not to be working. Because we don't understand it. It has to do with our participation. I tell people that it is advisable that you deal with every word of God like it is a participatory word. And most times, God's personal words to us, personal words to our families, are participatory. They are not, they are not, you see, it's not just standard. You can't just wrap it up and put it in a book and then begin to sleep. No. You wrestle and you battle with the prophetic word. There are things to do. Why? Because the ways of God is dependent on man. If God will achieve his purpose or not, it's dependent on you and I. So it is very important we come to this understanding. That's the reason the devil is stealing many things from you and I. We have not come to that understanding. God's word has been given to us, but there needs to be a cooperation with the God's word. God said, Jesus, for instance, gave a word to the disciples. He said, go into all the world, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. In Matthew 28. But listen to this. If they did not go, nothing will happen. That word did their participation. And he said, tarry in Jerusalem. If they did not tarry, the Holy Ghost will not come. If they were not together praying, waiting for the Holy Spirit manifestation, the Holy Spirit will not come. You see, there are things that we think are just magical. God is not a voodoo God. He's not a magical God. He's a God of processes. And many times, many believers suffer. And you see, this is the reason many of many believers, after many years, they say God is not working. Oh, they're angry with the church, angry with pastors, angry with many people. Why? Because they don't understand how these things operate. There is a way the world works. There is the way the world operates. If you don't work it that way, you will not find the world working in your life. And you become angry. You become angry. Now, I want to quickly give to you seven ways to cooperate with God's word. How, how can I cooperate with God's word? Now, I have received this word from God. This word has come to me. He has told you he will make you great. He has told you you will be a great man. He has told you you will be a king in nations. He has told you many things. And you know this word. You see them every morning. He told you you are going to be a great musician. He told you you are going to build your own company. He has told you these things. But it's not coming to pass. Now, let me quickly tell you seven things you need to do. Number one, you need to believe the word of God. Many times, the seed of doubt, immediately the word is sown, the devil also comes and sows the seed of doubt. And many times, we allow the seed of doubt to germinate even more than the seed of faith. And that's the problem. So the God, the good God, has planted wheat, but we have allowed to grow even in that wheat. And that's the problem we have. That's the problem we have. That's why we are not living in the reality of it. You need to believe the word of God. Now, I want to give you a verse. When I saw it in scriptures, I began to rejoice. 
I began to celebrate because I knew this is the secret. This is the secret. This is the secret. And I'll tell you that verse now. Luke chapter 1 verse 45. I want to encourage you to after now look at that verse of scriptures. Look at it again and again and then begin to think about it. Luke chapter 1 verse 45. <laughs> look at this. The Bible says, Blessed is she who has believed, for there shall be a performance <laughs> of that which is promised of the Lord. It therefore means that the negative translation of that scripture means that if she had not believed, there will not be a performance of that which is promised of the Lord. So the first one, if you will see a performance of that which God has promised, there must first be faith in your heart. There must not be a believing. Do you believe that God, you are going to build that company? Do you believe you are going to travel out? Have you seen yourself there? Go and print. If God says you are located to Canada, go and print the Canada map. Put it there. Put it there and be seeing it every day. Believe it. Keep saying it. Listen to this. I love the definition of faith. Hebrews chapter 11 and then verse 1. Listen. Hebrews 11 is very important. Hebrews 11. said, now faith is softest of things. Offer the evidence of things not seen. Now look at this. The Bible says, and, and by faith the elders obtain the promises. <laughs> I love the NIV. said, the ancient fathers received a good report. The ancient fathers. It means that even Abraham, without a believing, he would not have entered into the promise of God. What God has given you is a promissory note. It does not mean anything if you don't believe it. I can write you a check and you will still be living in poverty. If you don't believe that I have two million in my bank account and I wrote you a check of two million, you think I'm joking. So you will not cash it. Many times God has written things for us. We are not cashing it because we don't believe it. So the first thing you need to settle is do I believe it? Number two, you need to keep confessing God's word. <laughs> now you need to speak about the word God has said to you. You need to keep saying it. You see, confession is not just a, I say it today. No, confession is not voodoo. You, it is persistency and consistency. That's how you build it. You need to keep saying it. You wake up every morning. Say, I am the called of God. I wake up every morning. I remember when I joined, first joined ministry, I knew nobody. And my father, yes, is a reverend, but it's not a Pentecostal reverend. I knew nobody in the ministry I joined. But you know one thing? I kept telling people. I said, you can, I can doubt my name, but I can never doubt that God has called me. I know that God has called me. I said it every time. I said, listen, I was not there when they gave back to me. So probably that was not the name they even gave me. I was all conscious. I said, but this one, I know that God has called me. And I know I'm taking his word uh, even to every people. I'm teaching the word of purpose to everyone. Those who knew me knew that I stood for the word of purpose. I always say it. I always talked about it. And that's what you should become. You should confess the word. Homologio. That's what that word confession means. It means saying what God has said. What are you confessing? What God told you in your secret place. Even if you can't say it on Facebook, on social media, I'm not saying you should say it there. You need to keep saying it every day in your room. Put it on repeat. Keep saying it. That is how you see the performance of God's word. Many times we just have a word from God and we sleep on it. You, that's what you do. You literally sleep on it. And you say, wait, wait, go big, go big. God is going to do it. Come on. That's not how it works. That's not how it's going to work. How it's going to work is that you are going to have to keep saying what God has said. Bible says in Isaiah chapter 14 and verse 2, take unto you word and turn to the Lord. What word are you supposed to take? The word that God has said. 
The Bible says in I love Psalm 68 verse 11. The Bible says the Lord has given his word. Bible says great are the company of them that publish it. That is confession. You keep saying it. You keep saying it. Whatever God has said, you keep saying it. God said it, I believe it. That settles it. Glory to God. I keep saying it. I believe what God has said. I believe that's what he says concerning me. I don't know what I'm feeling. I, I don't care. I love the way the faith, the faith, the faith fathers of old used to say. I don't believe. They say I don't believe in what I feel. I don't believe in what I see. I only believe. I only I, 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 you know, he said, I do, I'm, I'm not moved by what I see. I'm not moved by what I feel. I am moved by what I believe. And I believe in the word of God. Glory to God. I believe in the word of God. Hebrews 13 and then verse 5. He said, keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have. Because God has said, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. So we say with confidence. Can you see that? So what God has said must cause you to say something with confidence. That's how you see a performance. That's how you see a performance. I've seen many people say, God has told me this is what I'm going to do. And they, and they are sleeping. It won't come to pass like that. Number three, you need to make plans with the word of God. Make plans with the word of God. Now, I told us that God's word are revelatory. They are a revelation to the future plan of God concerning our life. Now, let me not lie to you, ladies and gentlemen, friends, dear brothers and sisters. Listen to this. You need to make plans with God's word. It's, it's simple. If, if I told my daughter now that when you get to university, you're going to school abroad. Now, when she gets to SS2 and then she now begins to just go on, on the internet and search for schools abroad. Now, when I see her doing that, I'm saying, wow. Hey, I can't change my mind though. This girl has believed my word though. This girl is already going there. Oh. She's already searching for school. So what am I doing? I can see that she's making her plan according to what I have said. I don't know whether you get this. You need to make your plans according to God's word. Let God's word lead you. Let God's word lead you into making your plans. Make your plans according to God's word make your plans god cannot say i will establish you in nigeria and you are looking for a visa how can a young man cleanse his way by taking it according to your word psalm 119 and then verse 9 make plans with the word of god listen to this i've always loved it and i love to mentally because i, I grew up in a, in a country where there's no light uh, i mean no power supply 247 and i remember those days before the advent of technology now that we have lamp and all those we used to have what we call lant lantern and i remember when my dad sent me into the room to go and get something he said go with the lantern so i i carried the lantern and then i the lantern helped me to get what he wants me to get so, sometimes bring my pen on the table so i go to the room and then i carry the lantern and he helps me to get there now understand that the bible says the word of god is a light onto your path and a lamp onto your feet listen to this what god has said to you making plans with god would mean that you are letting it be the light as you begin to take every step is guiding your every step it's like a torchlight is helping you navigate that is what that word is that word god has given you to help you navigate you can't sleep on it he has called you you are going to be a great musician you are going to take my music producer you can't sleep on it you from now you begin to learn how to produce world-class music. You go and learn you go to learn in a studio. You are making plans. That's how it works. 
you you are already putting yourself in a field and in a space that god says this guy believes my word i can't fail i can't fall his hand and that's how it works number four make moves with the word of god i can't i can't say this enough make move i i tell folks that the lord spoke to me arrested me on my way to canada you probably have never had this before god arrested me on my way to canada i was with my family relocating from nigeria and god said you are not going anywhere you are moving to lagos this is not my plan for your life you are going to lagos and you are starting a church for me and from that moment i stopped everything abroad i stopped the visa thing the school was trying i didn't try to apply for visa i didn't try to do anything again why because god said it so i began to make moves i'm coming to lagos i began to study churches in lagos began to study the culture of lagos how how is lagos like the first trip i made with my wife to lagos was two years ago two years ago why because god said it so that was the time we knew that whether it was going to be an island or mainland i remember at that time i spoke with uh their friend um um i mean it was at that time we made move with god's word when god says it they make a move israel made a move with god's word made a move with god's word listen dear friends it's time to make a move with god's word make a move number five pray with the prophetic word pray with the prophetic word you need to take god's word and return to him the bible says when they told when they told ezekiah the prophet told ezekiah put your house in order that god is going to take your life from you the bible says he turned to the world he said remember you need to turn with the word of god and turn to god and say remember we say we battle with the prophetic word the bible says that the word of the lord is the sword of the spirit listen that's word of the spirit you need to get it from god you need to keep saying it oh lord this is what you said you are not only speaking to god i tell folks this there are three persons when you do confession that needs to hear it number one god needs to hear it that's the promise of god i'm still going to teach on confession number two the devil and his demons must hear it that i believe in a greater power and that's the power leading my life and then number three you must hear it yourself because faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of god as you begin to hear it you begin to believe more in the word of god i tell people if you keep telling yourself you are brilliant you are brilliant you become brilliant i remember when i was in secondary school i never believed i was handsome but i just got into it that god cannot create me and i'll be ugly and i kept telling myself that i kept telling myself that guess what the physical appearance has become like the like like, like, like the word i began to speak you may doubt this thing but these things are true they are so you need to believe it i mean my father in the lord reverend george was saying that there was a time his ear was receding going to the back he said this is not the promise of god he went to god in prayers and said i stop it now i stop it no resisting of here my ear stays this is not what god's word said moses till his old age he never was old that is how you stand on the word of god that is how you stand on the prophetic word and then number six i need to go very quickly now is that you need to rejoice ha <laughs> in expectation of the performance of god's word there are moments i will stay in my room i, I told you this have to be very practical listen i i spent two years waiting for the ransom now to be bought to be battered it's not the first time i'm not going to start talking invasion where god gave the vision of talking invasion when i was serving and there were many years before the first talking invasion happened and i remember i would just stay in the room and i would just be dancing in the spirit <laughs> I, 
there's no music, no song. I'll just be dancing. And you say, what am I dancing for? The reality. I have seen it. I have seen it. Can, have you seen your future? Have you seen your tomorrow? If you cannot be excited and dance about your tomorrow, who will dance for you? Who will dance for you? Who will dance with you? Faith announces it before it comes. Oh, I love that saying. Faith, a definition of faith is faith is dancing to the tunes of tomorrow, even today. <laughs> you are dancing now. Before you are doing inauguration, I have already inaugurated dancing. Before that complete came to reality, I have danced it through. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 12, verse 3, He said, With joy shall you draw from the wells of salvation. Listen, dear friends, you will have to draw. And how you are going to draw is that you are going to have to draw by the from the well of salvation. From the well of salvation. Rejoice in expectation of his performances. Listen to this. Remember that story. Uh, Jesus, the Bible says Jesus uh, rejoiced in the spirit. Uh, Jesus rejoiced in the spirit. Uh, uh, have you have, have you find that scripture before? The Bible says Jesus rejoiced. He rejoiced uh, in the spirit. And, and that's Luke chapter 10 and then verse 21. The Bible says in that hour, what happened? They came to him with testimony. They came to him that, see, demons answer to us in your name. <laughs> but Jesus knew that this is just demon you are, you, are, you, are, you are rejoicing for. A kingdom will be defeated. You guys will win. Jesus has saw the, the future. He has seen how the Gentiles receive salvation. The Bible says Jesus rejoiced in the spirit. And he said, thank thee, O Father of Lord of heaven and heart, that thou hast eaten these things from the wise and the prudent. He danced in the spirit. You see, when the Bible says he rejoiced in the spirit, I used to imagine it. Like he just danced. So I become like Jesus. Hello, dear friends. If you see a performance of that word, there must be a rejoicing. I remember when me and myself and my wife we knelt down and believed God. We said, God, you are gonna give us uh, twins. We said we receive it and we believe it. Immediately we stood up, started rejoicing. We just started saying, Hallelujah, it's done. Glory to God. You cannot, you see, it was Chris Rakilome that said that uh, you can't be walking in faith and be depressed. You cannot have seen God and be sad. There is a joy that comes from being in the presence of God. And that's very key. And then finally, ladies and gentlemen, how do I turn this thing? How do I bat the prophetic word of God in my life? Is that you need to be patient. <laughs> ah, patience. Patience is key, ladies and gentlemen. Patience is key, ladies and gentlemen. I was talking to somebody very recently. I said, do you know when God has said certain things to me? And I waited. I was talking to him, a man of God. He said, I will not lie to you. He said, I cannot do it. I cannot do it. I cannot wait that much. Listen, if you do not wait, you will not enjoy the glory. Anything that you esteem by yourself, you will not see the glory as it ought to be. There is joy and rejoicing when you just wait on the Lord. They who wait upon the Lord, Bible says, you will you shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. Patience is key. The Bible says in James chapter 1 verse 4, But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. You can see that? Lacking nothing. Everything will be provided for. You will lack nothing. Why? Because faith has had its perfect work. Because patience has had its perfect work. If patience will have its perfect work in our generation, we will begin to see God's glory like never before. Let me say this to you. You need to be patient with God. People have gone ahead of you. I remember oh, some people will still tell me, for some, uh, uh, ministry, uh, how long has it been? 
It's been 13 years. And some people started five years ago. It seems like they are blown. Glory to God. Is their race. God has not called us. Men who know me know I say the Lord. God has not called us to be famous. He has only called us to be faithful. If him come, it is good. If he doesn't, that's fine. It's all right. All he has called us to his faithfulness. Allow me say to you that if you will be patient with God, you will see the joy and the rejoicing at last. Hebrews chapter 10, still talking about faith, talking about receiving from God. The Bible says, uh, and then the Bible says, uh, Therefore, 35, therefore do not cast away your confidence, which have great reward, for you have need of patience, and that I shall say endurance, so that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise. This is how to receive the promise. So that you, you have patience, you have endurance. Bible says in verse 37, for yet a little while. Hey, I tell people that a little while is not one day, and it's not easy to be in yet a little while. <laughs> but yet a little while. Yet a little while. God began, I remember God sharing with me about three days ago, Abby. And he was telling me about uh, our light affliction. <laughs> Sometimes those light afflictions, they are not light. <laughs> Yet a little while is not it's not it's not a little sometimes. I mean somebody waiting for an husband, God has said is bringing a man and you, you receive that wolf at age of twenty-four. Now you are thirty-one. And I'm still saying yet a little while. <laughs> Allow me to say to you that yet a little while. And he who is coming will come and will not tarry. The Bible says now, now, not tomorrow. The just shall leave our faith. But if anyone draws back, is so we have no pleasure in it. Many times we give up so little, so soon, so little to the time of manifestation concerning the word of God. I want to encourage you tonight. I want to encourage you tonight to believe God's word. I want to encourage you tonight to hold fast to God's word concerning your life. Don't settle for less. Don't let the devil sell you bananas. Hold on to what God has said. I will not take anything from God. I remember, and anytime I, I talk about settling for less, I remember the open. The Bible says Solomon made shield. I made shield of gold in the temple. And and they came and, and, and took away the shield of gold. And what did Rehoboam do? Did Rehoboam scripture says Rehoboam took and went to that place and replaced it with bronze. That's what the devil wanted to do. He wanted to give you bronze instead of gold. I say concerning you, God forbid. You are going to enter into gold. You are going to enter into the fullness of God's promises. You are going to enter into gold. You are going to enter into the fullness of God's promises. And that's God's will for our life. That's God's promises for your life. And so, if you can do these things, I can assure you, God's word always comes to pass. If you have patience, God's word always comes to pass. I have been in the straight and the narrow. I've been without finances. I know what it means not to have money. I know what it means not to have money in your account. I know what it means to expect God for a miracle. Every month I expect God to do a miracle concerning the heart. Sometimes it's some bills concerning the church. I expect it and God always delivers. Listen, believe the word of God. Don't put pressure on yourself. Put pressure on God and on his word. Take God's word back to him. Believe the word of God. Look for scriptures that has to do with what God has told you will do. And begin to quote God's word back to him. Number one, believe the word of God. These are the participation. This is how you participate. This is how God sees that you are interested. Number one, believe the word. Number two, confess that word. Homologio. Say what God has said. Let the devil hear it. Let the angels hear it. The Bible says there are angels that do the word of God. When they hear you say it, they will begin to act on it. They make plans with the word of God. Don't just sit down. Don't sit down. God say you are traveling and you don't have a passport. 
Go say you are traveling and you are going to school abroad. You are not looking for schools. You are not putting in for scholarship. You are not doing anything. Go say he's going to build your company. You just sit down in your room. Go out there. Be prospects. Do things. Go out there. Push your, push your, push your company. Push what you can do. Be in the faces of people. Be bold about what God has said. If He said He will be your company, you have to know that it's the work of your hands going to bless. Make move with God. If you feel like resigning in your job, resign and go and do what God has said you will do. This is the only time you can take a risk if you are younger. If you can't take it now, when will you take it? Take it now. And it's not a risk with God. Because with God, I have stood on nothing but the word of God and I never, I never fail. It never falls for once. Nothing but the word of God. Nothing. I was going to get married. I had nothing in my account. Absolutely nothing. And I was saving up. I, got, I had God say to me very clearly, take your salary and then go and sow it as a seed. I said, Dori Olong, I thought this money, it will help. And then I remember, I tell you this, and this just encapsulates everything. I remember this. My mom was in the bar and I was in the line. And... I remember I was taking my bath that day. After I had sown that seed, and I had God say to me, Today, men begin to give to you. Very clear. Very clear. I was taking my bath. I ran out of the bathroom. I started dancing. I started rejoicing. I started dancing. I called her. I said, don't worry. All the money has been sent. I just had God say to me, and I danced. I rejoiced. You would think there was money in the account, but there was money because God has said it. And then I opened the book and I began to write down everybody that gave to me. I still have that book. I can tell you that till the till a month, two months after the wedding, people were still giving. People were still sending money. Money was still coming. I said, God, He said, I am that I am. I am your supplier. Well, I, I sincerely believe that if I did not receive that word with joy, with rejoicing, I will not draw from that well. I will not draw from that well. Can I encourage you tonight? I know our time is fast spent, but can I encourage you tonight? Will you rejoice at God's word? Will you rejoice? That go on to your vision book, believe it. Tell yourself, do I believe this thing? Do I believe it? If you believe it, can you begin to dance? Make move with the God, word of God and then pray with it. Keep saying it. I will remember I will be pacing my house. I say, God, you said men will give to me. I know I've received this 50k, 100k a lot, but it has not ended up. Let it come. You are that word you said is coming. Glory to God. That word is coming. That word is and I'll say, and after that word, when the devil comes and says to me, Kolechele, you'll be disgraced. I said to him, and then I began to rejoice. Then I remember I saw Cana in Galilee. Jesus went there and they were not disgraced. I said, Jesus, I invite you to my wedding. And because you are coming, I cannot be disgraced. Then I went back to the world and I began to rejoice again. Everything you see in my life that is beautiful, is beautiful because God came true. And I'm telling you that. And I can't, you can't take it to the bank. It's, you can't bank on it. Tonight, can I encourage you as we close this service? Will you look at God's word again? Everything he has said to you. And that's why we use Jeremiah chapter 1 and 8 verse 4. The Bible says, and the word of the Lord came to me saying, can you begin to say what God's word was to you? Can you begin to say it loud and clear? Can you begin to declare it? Whatever it is God said to you, can you begin to declare it loud and clear? Loud and clear. Shigalavo tambro suta. Hema dole katari velevro libra sotaya. Hema dede kalabolo breka kakalivo ruba shete. Zoma dele kaye kende volo braba baba leba shata. Every word is coming to pass. Every word is coming to pass. You are not a man, oh, you are not a man. 
You are the God who opened us. No man can shut. Can you rejoice? Can you celebrate? Can you can you celebrate? Every word is coming to pass. You are going to the nations. Don't settle for less. You will become the fullness of everything he has said. In the name of Jesus. Men may say there is a casting down. For them it might be impossible. But because God is backing you up. Because Jehovah Olubeja is fighting your battles for you. You will not fail. You will not falter. In the name of Jesus. I hear God say to me there is somebody here you are trying to settle for less. You are saying let me take what is available. God said don't take it because it's not there. He said it's not there. He said it's not there. Glory to God. He said I am still the God of the word. I'm still the God of your altar. I'm still the God of your word. What I say to you, I say and I will stand by it. He said he will do it. As he has promised, he will make it come true for you. In the name of Jesus, can you begin to rejoice? Can you begin to celebrate? Can you confess God's word right now? One minute, two minutes together. Can we confess God's word? God, you are not a man. God, you will not fail. Concerning my life, you will not fail. Concerning my life, you will not fall. What you have promised you will make come to pass. I believe in your word. I believe in your report. In the name of Jesus, your word is coming to pass in my life. Oh, can you begin to pray as we can you begin to pray one more prayer point tonight? Lord, I receive all the resources for the world to Walker, I receive all the human resources, all the spiritual resources, all the emotional mental resources. Makole Klatayawa to cooperate with your word. I receive it now. I receive it now. Baraka para edede kala ogoteli akata ebrakaka lekayada. I receive it now. Domende lopaka ologoto belikata ekaye karata obradede kalibara. Let there be supplies. Let there be supplies. I declare to the life of your people. Let there be supplies. Let there be supplies. Let there be supplies. Shogata, shegedekede, ologotokota, eregeliakata, imrakali kletevo, ratete kalava, ogodoko lekata, orogeliakata, imrakali kleteya, agadagazekatekele, ologotoketekeye, aregelekeyegeye. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we exalt you. We give you praise, O God. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Thank you for listening. This has been The Living Word. If you have been blessed by this teaching or for counseling or any other inquiry, kindly send us an email to pfa at theransomedhouse.com or fisayoadenii at yahoo.com or please call 0912-772-382. The Ransomed House, empowering people to live for Jesus.